Bless my turnip salad. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. How are you today? It's Harlan Williams, and you are on the Harlan Highway Podcast. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know why I did that stupid voice, but I did, and we're stuck with it. Uh, welcome, everybody. Harlan Williams here. You are on the Harlan Highway Podcast. Great to have you here. And I mean it when I say great to have you here because we're going to be listening to some phone messages today from uh, some pavement pounders who uh, really said some nice things and put me in a good mood. And um, we're going to play those messages, and uh, and you can hear the wonderful things that some of the uh, gang had to say about me. Um, also, we're going to play our first Christmas carol of the season, a, uh, a, a, a favorite we always do every year on the Harlan Highway here, so get ready for that. Uh, I heard a rumor that uh, a certain gardener might be calling into the show today. I certainly hope not, but he might. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Um, We're also going to discuss customs. What kind of customs do you have with your friends, with your buddies? What kind of customs are out there in the world, things that you do over and over? Hmm. Well, I'm going to share one of my customs that I do with my buddy, comedian, actor Tom Green, and you're going to hear from Tom. It's going to be fun right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. hey That is classic. I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> many, many years of therapy. Many, many, many. Fucking years of therapy. And I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harland. This is Mick Butler. I've been a fan of yours for, uh, well, since when I was a kid. Actually, I'm from Minnesota. And uh, I grew up and uh, watched Rocket Man, and ever since I knew you were a goddamn genius. <laughs> you really have uh, been an inspiration, and I just wanted to call up and say that I am listening to your show on the daily, pretty much whenever you put it up. Um, just loving every minute of it. You know it. I'll be back. Keep putting them on up on SoundCloud. That's what I say. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mick Butler, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it. You heard it. Mick Butler. Uh, I think he said, I think you said genius, right, Mick? I knew you were a goddamn genius. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. What, what was that little laugh I heard at the end? Did you Did you hear that? I heard goddamn genius and then... Right? You heard it too, right, guys? I knew you were a goddamn genius. <laughs> <laughs> so that laugh, I think it, it nullifies the whole genius thing. But um, <laughs> thank you anyhow, man. Uh, more than anything, I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad. Uh, boy, that that's a, a big compliment when someone says that uh, you inspire them. Um, I don't take that lightly, and uh, that means a lot to me. And I'm not sure what part of what I do inspires you or what I say or if it's my actions or whatever, but uh, duly noted, and that's very kind of you, and uh, boy, oh, boy. Um, 
if if I can inspire someone in life, that that's a really uh, a really nice feeling. So thank you for the kind words. In fact, I'm encouraged now to see if there's another nice phone call out there. Um, right, Mick? Okay, Mick, thanks. I'm going to take that as a yes. Let's take another call here. Harlan Williams, I'm a huge fan. I'm up here in Portland, Oregon. I listen to your show very regularly. You inspire me. Your uh, verb for life is inspiring. Your message is inspiring. We, my girl and I, love you, care about you, want to wish you a happy holiday, and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk, buddy. Love you, man. Wow. Well, I, I love you guys back. What can I say, man? I'm touched. I, I, I honestly, I'm a little befuddled, like the people saying that I inspire them. I'm not sure what it is, but whatever it is, I, like I said, that, that moves me. That, that, that is beyond kind. And something else that kind of uh, mystifies me a bit is, is, you know, someone referring to my message. And maybe I'm the only guy that's oblivious to it because I do these podcasts and maybe I don't know what it is, um, but maybe there is a message somewhere in all of this that that you guys find. I'll tell you what, I'm not planting any message, um, but maybe it's just something I'm not wise to because I'm just the guy here doing the talking, so I'm not really sure what it is. But uh, my goodness, if, if you're finding a message in here and all this madness that I do, you know, Dr. Debbie and Senor Fuentes and all the nutty characters, and God bless you, man. If, if you're finding a deeper meaning in this, I, I, man, that's, that's an even bigger crazy thing that I, it's like a hidden surprise for me. So I love it. Wow. Boy, you guys are making me feel real good today. Thank you for that. Um, thank you for the calls. I, I, now I want to let's let's do one more. You guys up for one more call? <laughs> okay, I'll take that as a yes. Hey, Harlan, I need a good laugh. I was just wondering if Senor Fuentes has ever waxed your pole or polished your knob. Or handled your starfish or trimmed your bush. Let me know. Have a good day. <laughs> oh boy, no, 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 no. I, 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 I don't like to bring up Senor Fuentes. As you know, he's my gardener. Uh, there have been some incidents where he's done some things that I don't approve of. They have been mistakes. And there was an episode. If you, if you go through. The many, many podcasts, there is an episode somewhere where he did trim my bush, and I, I don't know why I keep this guy around. Uh, unfortunately for you, I know you said you needed a good laugh. I could hear it in your voice. Uh, God knows uh, laughter's the best medicine, uh, but this stuff isn't funny to me. This is a troubled gardener that I have had for a while. He constantly interferes i don't like his worth that work ethic and uh i i'm glad you find him funny but he upsets me to no end so i'm sorry i can't help you um 
but... Oh, no. No, no, no. No. No, Roger. What is he doing here? No, no, no. No. Get him out. Hello, senor. My name is Senor Fuentes. I know who you are. I was just talking about you for God's sakes. Thank you, senor. I like it when you talk about me, senor Fuentes. Stop saying your name. I know who you are. I am your gardener, senor. Yes, I know you're my gardener, and that's the key word, gardener. Yes, senor. Well, here we are in my podcast studio. What a wonderful place, senor. Why does it smell? Stop it. It doesn't smell. Well, it smells to me, senor. I work around manure and fertilizer, and this place smells like a Korean shithouse. Stop it. Sorry, senor. Now, do you see a garden anywhere in here? No, senor. I see some stains on your chair. Stop it! I'm just telling you what I see, senor. You are not supposed to be here. There's no garden here. You're supposed to be at home working in my garden. See, senor, I have had a little problem. Oh, God, here we go again. Yes, senor. What is it this time? Well, it seems like your patch is dry, senor. What? Your patch, senor, it is dry. What are you talking about? My patch is dry. You know the little piece of grass just before you go in the front gate? Yes. And you know there was a little patch of grass right there? Yes. It's very dry. For some reason, the sprinklers aren't hitting it, senor. Okay. Well, I wanted you to know your patch is very dry, senor. You know, stop saying my patch is very dry. That Somehow that sounds wrong. Well, you don't need to worry, senor. I just came to tell you that I moisturized your patch. Your patch is now very wet and moist, senor. Okay, that even sounded worse. What, that you have a wet, moisturized patch, senor? Stop saying I have a wet, moisturized patch. Just stop it. Well, it's laying right there on the lawn, senor, for everyone to see you're wet. Sparkling, dripping, moisturized patch. Stop saying sparkling, dripping, moisturized patch, senor. Yes. Now you're making me upset. What do you want? Well, I came to tell you, senor, that I left the hose on your patch by mistake. Okay. And now your dry patch is dripping wet. You know what? You need to get out of here. My name is Senor Fuentes. What does that have to do with you getting out of here? Listen, Senor, I have to tell you something else about your dry patch. Yes? I had to trim your grass on your dry patch. Get out of here! I'm just telling you, Senor, I had to cut it right down the middle. It looks like there's a Brazilian in the middle of your lawn, Senor. Get out of here! There's no Brazilian on my patch! Well, have you looked at your patch lately, senor? Well, let me look at it right now. Get out of here! Idiot! Roger, why do you let him in here? Senor Fuentes. That senor Fuentes! Get out! Your patch is very dry. Would you like me to put some olive oil on it, senor? Get out! God, what a dork. Roger, I... I've asked you not to let him in. Don't let him in. 
I can't believe it. When a caller asked about him. I spent 10 minutes saying that you're never going to hear from that guy again, and he shows up. Talk about bad karma. Well, I hope uh, you had a laugh, my listeners, because like I said, I see, I'm stressed right now. Good Lord. Ugh. Um, anyways, let, let's move along. Let's do something to de-stress right now, shall we? Uh, as you know, we are, uh, we're coming up quickly on, uh, Christmas. And, um, I think it might be time, ladies and gurgle durgans, uh, just cause it's, you know, it's the beginning of, uh, the holiday season. Uh, we're in, in the beginning of December and every year I like to play a great Christmas song, from my buddy Toby, who uh, sung this song, and uh, it's it's kind of a tradition here at the Harland Highway. It kind of signifies the beginning of the holiday season. So let's switch gears, and uh, let's let's go into uh, this uh, this wonderful Christmas carol that my buddy Toby uh, wrote and sings. Uh, it's called Snowballs, and uh, here we go. Let's kick it off. Toby Huss, Christmas favorite here on the Harlan Highway, Snowballs. Yeah, it was this time of year, about a year ago, I think, around the holiday seasons, and I was at home waiting for the old lady to get back. She'd been gone a couple weeks, you sees. So I had a couple dozen hot toddies or so waiting for her there. Huh. Finally, the door opens up. Rudy! Hey, baby, it's been a while. Take off the dress. She don't. She gives me the stink eye. Where's the tree? What do you mean, what tree? It's Christmas Eve, Cazzoni. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was June. She says, that's it. That's it, Rudy, I'm leaving you. I've had enough. I can't take no more. I found another guy. I'm gone. Hold on, baby. What do you mean, on Christmas Eve? You leave me and you found another guy? Who is this Joe? What's he got that I don't got? Well, he's really cute Baby, it's me, it's Rudy He's got a sharp red suit I know I ain't no beauty But if you squint your eyes when the lights are low You got one swell-looking skinny day go Kids love him to boot Was this more than a date? He's got a sack of loot No, you little ain't great Well, yesterday you're my lip smacker Now you're a sugar plum nut cracker I did not forget Christmas, no I hung some mistletoe in my pants Pack her up! Snowballs like mine there's snowballs like the ones you're leaving behind You're gonna miss my back spackling, crackling hot You log wax nostalgic for my steamy holiday nog He's jolly and bad Yeah, who is this pest? Teacher Rosie and Red Oh, I should have guessed Don't hit your ass on the way out the door You ho-ho snow blowing ho-ho-ho Oh, Merry Christmas, Rudy Blow it out, you dingle Don't go getting snooty Oh, so you bag the Kringle So long, but don't forget, my dear Oh, fat so comes but once a year There's snowballs Like these I love his big North Pole They jingle, jingle, jangle, jangle down below my knees Y'all gonna miss roasting my chestnuts Oh yes ma'am Good luck without my pink honey glazing Holiday ham Cause there's snowballs like mine There's snowballs like these twins you're leaving behind And there's snowballs Snowballs Hey look out, baby, there's 
Santa Claus. Thanks for nothing. P.S. Uh, could you possibly uh, bring me a new bra? Or if not, I don't know, toss a couple of drunk elves in my bed or something. A couple of your little helpers. They help you, they can help me, pal. <laughs> yes, yes, blow it out, you dingle. Uh, yeah, I love this song. I hope you like it. I play it every year around Christmas time. It's my buddy Toby Huss, and Toby uh, is a is a an actor. You've seen him in all kinds of movies. I did a movie with him called Down Periscope, where he played uh, an electrician on a submarine, and I played the sonar guy on a submarine. And uh, we did that movie way back when, and we've been buddies ever since. And he does a character named Rudy Cassoni. And this song is off his Christmas CD called Rudy Cassoni Snowballs. So if you want to buy the whole album, uh, just go to uh, the internet, look it up. Um, I think you can find it on Amazon or iTunes or just type it into Google search and it'll direct you to the uh, right place. So good friend and uh, funny song. And uh, it's kind of fun when you hear that first Christmas carol of the season. You know, you go you go the whole year, and then all of a sudden, oh, what's that song? And I don't know if it does it for you, but it just fills me up immediately with, uh, I don't know, some kind of feeling, some kind of spirit, some kind of... And I guess that's what Christmas is designed to do. It, uh, I don't know if it does it for you, but it just kind of makes me feel good inside. And when you hear that first uh, Christmas carol, whatever it is, chestnuts on an open fire or uh, little lamb or silent night or whatever it is, uh, it just uh, stirs my heart a little. So I hope I hope snowballs, <laughs> blow it out, you dingle, uh, did it for you. And speaking of good friends, I want to share something with you guys. I know all of you have uh, little things you do with your friends, right? We all have best friends, good friends, and we all share little habits, little patterns, little sayings with each other. Isn't that right? You, you have your buddies and, uh, you know, maybe you share a little, what's up, or hey, buddy, or hey, man, what's going on, dude, or whatever it is. You know, you do it with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your your buddy, your brothers, your sisters, and... um. I want to share one with you that's been going on for years, years and years and years, probably like 15 years, and I don't even know why or really where it came from, but um, me and my buddy Tom Green, you know you know Tom, the uh, comedian, the actor, um, the genius, <laughs> easy there, um, anyways, we've been sharing a stupid saying for, for, for like I said, 15 years, and it's just a name. I think I came up with it, and we've just been doing it ever since, and it's just the name Jerry. And what we do is we drag it out. We call each other Jerry in texts. You know, he'll just text me in the middle of the night, Jerry, and then I'll text him back, Jerry with three R's, and then he'll text me back, Jerry with six R's, and it just keeps going on and on. And when we see each other, we're like, Jerry. 
or when we answer the phone. There's never a hello. It's just when we see it's Tom or he sees it's me, pick up the phone. Hello, Jerry. Jerry. Hello, Jerry. So if you ever want to, uh, you know, kind of hit Tom Green up on his Twitter or on his uh, website or wherever, just hit him up with a big, long, hello, Jerry, and he'll he'll get a laugh. He'll, he'll know exactly where that's coming from, okay? And you know what? Just to prove the point, I recorded a little Jerry episode between me and Tom so you can kind of hear how ridiculous it is, how stupid it is, but yet somehow we just have a blast. We never get tired of it. It's our own little private thing, and now I've let you in on it. Oh, great. So here it is, me and my little buddy, Tom Green, jerrying each other. Jerry! What? Jerry! Tom, I can't hear you. Yeah, what? we're we're, uh, we're here uh, in uh, Hollywood, Uh-oh. and uh, Jerry, Jerry is uh, about to do a set at the Improv tonight. It's going to be amazing. Jerry. We're going to have a big, big night in Hollywood tonight uh, with Jerry. Jerry. And, uh, Jerry. I'm going to record it, Jerry. Yeah, nice. I'm recording you right now, Jerry. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're... We're talking into the uh, into the the recording device right now. I want to yeah. say uh, hello to everybody. Um, Can you give instead of saying hello, could you say something that begins with a J to yeah. everybody? Uh, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is, man. It's the dumbest thing in the world, but I can't tell you how much joy and laughter it's given me and tom i don't know why it, it's that's what i i mean it's like we all have our buddies and and you know th- this is one of those things i think it would be fun to share all the pavement pounders could share it if if you if you have a kind of a special thing that you do with your close friend or a family member or your your partner or whoever Feel free to tell us. Even share. If you want to get, you know, if you want to call my voicemail, which is uh, 323-739-4330, you and your friend could do what me and Tom just did and do your little thing together, your private little thing, your private little Jerry, the one you do yourself. We'd love to hear it, and we'd love to p- play it on the podcast. So you can, if your friend isn't around that you do it with, you can do it by yourself. Or even if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to give away the magic, you can tell us what it is. And it might not even be verbal. It might be a thing you do where you poke each other or you ruffle each other's hair or you give noogies or you give each other a look or it's a walk. You know, there's so many different quirks we have as human beings. And uh would love to share some of your private jerry stories uh with the pavement pounders here and yeah it's a little personal but you know what i let you in on mine and i'm actually encouraging you to tweet tom green and give him a jerry uh he'll probably love it (laughs) yeah it might ruin our whole jerry thing but i don't think so um 
And here's another funny story. Uh, for some reason, years ago, some of you might remember, I did a sitcom called The Gina Davis Show. And um, I worked with Gina Davis, and I she was the star of the show, and I played her sidekick on the show. And for some reason, uh, Gina, who was just the sweetest woman I think I've ever met, one day I said it to her. I was like, hey, Jerry, to Gina. I don't know why. And I think she kind of caught it, and as we got into our season of doing the Gina Davis show, that became me and Gina Davis's little thing, too. We'd, we'd Every time we'd see each other, we'd say, hey, Jerry, and she'd do the whole Jerry thing. Now, don't tell Tom, because Tom would be very jealous if he knew I was Jerrying with someone else. So you can't, you can't tell him. Don't tell Tom that I was jerrying with another person. Jerry! Yeah, so you, you, you can't say a word. Do not, do not let Tom know I was doing jerry with someone else. But if you want to, if you want to Twitter Tom and give him a jerry. Jerry! I don't mind that at all. Okay? Uh, but anyways, we'd love to hear your secret jerry tales. And uh, like I said, if you want to leave a voicemail and tell us your secret little buddy, private little thing you do, uh, 323-739-4330. And I don't care if it's ridiculous. I don't care if it's silly. What could be more ridiculous than Jerry? Jerry. So go ahead and share. I think it'll be fun. And if you don't want to leave a phone number, uh, if you don't want to, I mean, if you don't want to call the phone number, or leave a voicemail, you can also write to harlowilliams.com and, uh, we can, uh, we can put that up on the air uh, right to there. Okay. Okay. Put out your dingle. So there you go. And if you find the Jerry kind of mystifying, I'm, I'm going to switch gears here. I want I want to share with you something I saw on TV the other day that was kind of mystifying to me. It's kind of a bizarre ritual. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why they still do it. But uh, there was a christening of a giant ship. They were in a shipyard somewhere. And, uh, you know, they had a big ceremony and they had a platform raised up. And they had people all dressed up real nice. And then they had a woman in a nice uh, outfit. Some, Some lady, some politician or a local mayor or someone... And they're all standing around, and the, the woman all of a sudden pulls out a big bottle of booze, like a bottle of champagne or something, and smashes it against the, the hull of the boat. And I'm like, where, where did that custom come from? Okay, we built this giant 900-ton metal ocean liner. Now that it's all finished, let's smash a bottle of booze on it. Yeah, I... Right, just smash it. And it's so funny to see that they often have a woman do it. And it just looks like looks like something you'd see in a biker bar out in uh, the valley in California. Hey, man, what you want? What you want, man? You looking at me, man? Y'all smash this bottle on your face, man. So here's this, you know, you always see these women dressed like they're going to an inaugural parade. And all of a sudden, they crank up this big bottle of uh, champagne, and it's kind of uh, out of out of a woman's wheelhouse, especially kind of a 
a working woman, you know, like a politician or someone like that. You, you rarely see them do any phys- anything physical. Maybe cut a ribbon or maybe stick the tip of a shovel in the ground at a groundbreaking ceremony. You don't usually see a woman, a, <laughs> a working woman, wind up her arm, lift a giant bottle of booze over her head, and smash it on the front of a boat. It's kind of a violent action when you think about it, right? It's like it's like you're swinging, you're holding glass in your hand. They don't wear gloves, so you're holding the bottle by the neck, and then you're smashing the bottle, which takes a lot of force against the the the, the iron hull of the of the ship. Glass flying everywhere. The bottle's usually under pressure because it's champagne. So you got to ask, how many times in history has a shard of glass gone into somebody's eye or hit the woman that's doing the thing? Or how many times have they cut their hand open because they've got uh, they've got a, a glass bottle in their in their hand? And then the booze goes all over the place, and there's glass everywhere, and the the janitor at the shipping yard's probably hiding behind a dumpster, going, oh, "Son of a bitch, I gotta sweep that shit up." Damn it! And why is it champagne? Why why can't they smash a Mickey of uh, Canadian Club whiskey against the boat? Why not? Uh, why not crush a can of Bud Light up against the boat? Why not? Why not put a lemon in a Corona bottle and? Psh, rawr, I christen this boat. She get that that guy from uh, the Simpsons. You know the. The guy that hangs out in, the, in Homer's bar, Fred or whatever his name is, that guy should should be the official boat christener. Hi, Homer. I'm going to christen this boat with a bottle of beers. I remember you, but I don't remember you being so beautiful. So, oh, hey. oh. so it's it's just a weird custom, you know? Kind of like my custom with with Jerry. That, that they they should change it instead of instead of smashing a bottle of booze on a boat. Now they should just walk up to the front of the boat and just look at it and yell, "Jerry!" <laughs> yeah, I like that. So that that those are new customs. Yes. So, anyways, um. That's let's end on that. I think that's a good way to end. And like I said, if you want to share your your custom with us, the listeners, the pavement pounders, three two three seven three nine four three three zero. I think it'll be a lot of fun if we if we can. We'll put it up on the air here for you, um, and uh, it'll be a blast. Again, thank you for your phone calls. Those early phone calls with the very very kind uh, messages. I'm so happy you are getting uh, everything you need out of this show, whatever it may be. I am touched that you uh, shared that with me. Thank you, gang. And uh, we'll just keep it coming, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, just keeps giving you what you need. Um, Don't forget my buddy uh, Toby Haas. Pick up his CD, uh, Rudy Cassoni, Snowballs. And we'll play some more cuts from his uh, CD as we get closer to Christmas, um, because it is a lot of fun, man. Um, and if you want to see me live getting closer to Christmas, how about we start tonight, 
December 5th, and right through to Saturday, December 7th, I will be at the Yuck Yucks in Vancouver, British Columbia in uh, Canada. Um, please uh, get online, go to yuckyucks.com and get your tickets because I'm telling you, man, this this pound puppy is going to sell its ass out, and I don't want you to be disappointed. Um, I'm going back to the homeland, the motherland, and uh, Vancouver's always been a great spot for me to do stand-up. I haven't been there in, a, in quite a while, so um, I'm telling you, get your tickets. It's going to be packed. Yuckyucks.com, Harlan Williams. Uh, live at Yuck Yucks, uh, December 5th through the 7th. Make sure you get to the Harlan Williams store at harlanwilliams.com because we have got all kinds of cool presents for the Christmas season, funny T-shirts, artwork, music, DVDs, movies, uh, comedy specials, all kinds of great stuff, books, all the stuff, all the Harlan stuff you need is at the uh, harlanwilliams.com store. Uh, again, if you want to write... Excuse me. That's harlowilliams.com. And if you want to call and leave a voicemail, hope you do, uh, 323-739-4330, and hope to hear from you. That's it for today, gang. Uh, make sure you go to allthingscomedy.com. That's the, a comedy network, podcast network that supports my show, and I want to, in turn, support them. Uh, let them know that uh, you're out there. Go check out all the other funny podcasts on there. And that's it. We are done. Until next time, Jerry Chicken Chow Mein, baby. Jerry. I've learned I have a gift to share with the world. From now on, there'll be a new Barnard Gumble. I'm working clean and sober. Congratulations, Barney, and enjoy your grand prize, a lifetime supply of duff beer. Ah, just took it to my veins. <laughs>